We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is a Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Sobriety, community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I would buy that CD. Yeah, 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 I would yeah, buy yeah. that CD. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. Unspoken words, episode 104. 104. What? 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 Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we're missing a Running late. Yep. Uh, Pod Gotti. He is tied up. Yeah, he had some. He had emergencies, so nothing too urgent. I mean, not anything detrimental, but he's running a little late. So he told us to go ahead and get started. So that's what we're going to do tonight. Um, Episode 104. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey. Uh, right hey. Like, you know? <laughs> what the hell? You got to do that. Do that part. <laughs> <laughs> do it. I can't do it when do you put it, it on the spot like that. <laughs> it sounds forced, bro. That's not my thing. Have have more woo in there. Woo. How was that? How was that one? You gotta have more woo. Wait, 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 wait. Well, well, give me a chance. Hold on, bro. I mean, this is Hurry a up. new thing for me. Three, <clears throat> two, one, go. Woo. Yeah. All right, that was that close enough. Yeah, close, close enough. enough. Except no substitutes. No substitutions. All right, over here to my right, all the way from Arrow Creek, he is the whole in one, your favorite Indian, JCB. So what's up? Whatcha? Hey, and across the way from me, special guest tonight. Curtis Blow and the Bad Bears. Curtis Bad Bears. Say Shoda. Shoda. Hey, yeah. Oh, He's oh. got some encounter stories uh, about a certain somebody named Sasquatch. <laughs> but we're going to get somebody. into that a little later. Um, a certain individual? Yeah, certain cousin. <laughs> I call him my big brother. But uh, you know me, Mo Hugs, not drugs. All the way from up the road in Arrow Creek, we're here tonight in episode 104, which is technically two years, right? Two, right? 52 weeks in the years, that's two years? Yeah, 52 times two, that's 104. 104. Hey, ha, ha, hey. Whoa. Bring Karen out too. Bring Karen out. Oh, Karen needs to get yeah. in on some of that. One hundred four. Yeah, one hundred four. Bring Karen out. <laughs> yeah, that's my girl, Karen, right there. <laughs> Brought you some apples tonight, baby. <laughs> some of those uh, red delicious. Yeah, red delicious, just for you. And some gala apples. <laughs> she loves those gala apples. She loves that red delicious. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, you guys been watching NBA? Mm, you know, remember last time when I, I I was telling you, yeah, I don't really really get into it until after about like the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah. And bro, I've been watching them games and like really been getting into it. I know. 
Some big, they, they, been some good games. Those uh, them young guys are fun to watch. Them up and comers. Yep. John Morant. Uh, we already talked about Luca. Uh, Luca. Yeah. Those guys are fun to watch, bro. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. What about you? You've been who's your team? Who's your NBA team? No, I just watch uh, Luca every every now and then. Jay Morant. Yeah. Just more highlights. I haven't been following since the Bulls were done. Yeah, me too. That's my squad too, the Bulls. Yeah. That's nineties, huh? Yeah, I just like to watch the like that. Yeah. Just, just watch it. It's never been the same though yeah. since then. No. No. The game has changed. Like everybody trying to shoot threes. Yep. Um, it was really bad a few years ago. Cause they would like dribble drive. Man, they get all the way to the hoop and then they kick it out for a three. And I'm like, dude, you're 610 you're at the hoop man throw that down yeah mm-hmm. shit no more hook shots either i know <laughs> no more like back to the basket posting up yeah i think even that jump hook i think the last person to really do that was Shaq. yeah that little kind of like just like off two feet and then turn and like one hand jump hook. shot put yeah little tiny shot put yeah yeah they don't have, they don't use players like a keen Mm-hmm. Moves like Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Now everyone wants to do either a layup or and kick it out to the threes, like you said. Yeah. They just try to beat beat you off the dribble. I'm more like, give it to me on the block and let me muscle it in. No Use such thing body. as a. a no, we were just not talking about that. Did you ever watch, or did you watch that? Um, they had a game last night, and then uh, Stephen A. Smith was on the other channel. I don't like. Uh, remember how Manning cast? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But his, this was basketball with uh, Stephen A. Smith. Oh, really? And on ESPN? Yeah. On Espen? Espen. But um, I think it was... Um, 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 what's that one guy? Um, oh, that guy with the jersey? With the jersey. He used the to, shoes. He used to play for Michigan Wolverines. Oh, yeah. That guy. Oh, right. Jalen Rose. Yeah. Why couldn't I remember that <laughs> dude's name? <laughs> I Man, thought you were talking one about... One of the easiest ones, too. <laughs> Jalen Rose, but yeah, he was always saying there's no really no such thing as a power forward anymore. No, it's like even in uh, like travel ball now, like the outfit I'm with, I just joined a coaching team. Like it's like positionless. The offense that we're going to implement or that they have been implementing for the past couple of years. So no traditional center forward mm, guard. It's like slots. So like they split up the court into like, a pie and then like baseline is like it's a little rectangle there and then there's like players that are just play these spots slots hmm. and it's uh i was kind of looking at it i was like what sounds too new age for me <laughs> i know bring me the triangle offense yep or some res ball yeah i guess red, running guns really kind of positionless anyway yeah, just get the rebound, kick it out, and go. And remember Fill back the in lanes. the day, nobody liked that too. They always said you guys are undisciplined, and yeah, there's you know never going to take you very far. But it was fun. Yeah, that was the yeah. thing. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. That's the most important thing is having the fun part. Yep. Listening to the uh, crowd cheer. Yeah, and the oohs and the ahs. Yeah. And the aunties luluing. The lulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong lulu. Hey, get back to your stall, Karen. We ain't talking about you. You ain't. <laughs> Quit bothering these fine gentlemen. <laughs> that was Karen's lulu. No. 
she's getting all somehow. She's trying to get fresh. But yeah, out I of. guess I lied because I, I I I said that I didn't really like get too into it. Yeah, and man, I've been watching those games and they're fun. I mean, like um those those young guys. Yeah, I watched the uh, Dallas Mavericks play the other night. They didn't even play my boy, man, Javale McGee. Yeah, yeah. He just made him sit on the bench in the fourth quarter. I was like, man, you guys need Javale, man. He's a Olympic gold medalist. He's a hustler. <laughs> man, get you some boards and some blocks so in the he clutch. Play, he plays for Dallas now? Yeah. And they just had him on the bench, man. And they I played for like about 10 different teams now. I know. It's man, because he's an Olympic gold medalist. Everybody baller. wants him. Because he's Everybody a straight wants him. baller. Because he wins wherever he goes. <laughs> That's my boy, JaVale McGee, man. Hey, JaVale, okay, if you're here, okay. if you listen to this, holla at me, man. Okay. <laughs> I see you. No, for real, though, man. I like JaVale. He's come a long way. He used to always be on Shaq in the Foo back in the day. Shaq was always clowning on him. Cause he just did some real stupid stuff early when his early days. He's come a long way, and he really knows the game now. Come a long way. Ah, he's, does real, those. he's real wise in the mm. ways of the court. Ah, he does those no looks now. <laughs> <laughs> he does those no looks and those lip fakes. <laughs> <laughs> Always fall for those lip fakes. Uh, can't stop the lip fake. <laughs> <laughs> lip fake. It's a lip and eye, eyebrow fake. The go to. Yeah. Go to move. The go to juke move. <laughs> lip and eyebrow fake. <laughs> <laughs> they always go for it. <laughs> Get to me every time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got some uh, icebreaker questions for us. We'll go around the horn. I'll read it, and then uh, do you want to start, Curtis, answer it, and then JC, and then me? Yeah. Cool? All right. These are just silly, so. All right, uh, I think I've asked this one before, but uh, it's it's an oldie but goodie. Oldie, oldie. What's the weirdest food you've ever eaten? The weirdest. Weirdest. Yeah, like maybe weirdest to you. I know I think we all eat something that a lot of people might think that's weird. Ishpo. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's not the weird. Tri- <laughs> yeah. That's a delicacy. That's, that's not weird, though. But yeah. but yeah, just the taste. After, But not when they're cooking it. Not when they're cooking yeah. it. Yeah, yeah you got to be outside. No yeah. yeah. It's no fun. Yeah, that, that smell. Just... Permeates through the house. <laughs> Got a shower. <laughs> Got a shower. <laughs> Got a shower before and after you eat. <laughs> Got to um, steam the walls. <laughs> Smudge the, the walls. <laughs> Smudge the curtains. Um, shoot, I don't know. Uh, weirdest food. Can't really say. I, I didn't. Yeah, I think you did say this because remember yeah, I said yeah. it. You know, Pig's feet. Oh. <laughs> Ham hocks. <laughs> a lot of natives like that, though. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like you look in their fridge and they got a mm. jar of pig's feet. I tried them when I was younger, and and uh, it's too like vinegary. But you know um, I like pig's feet. You know I like them pig. Just don't even eat it. Just suck on the bone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> that was my train of thought. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> don't remember that. Talk about your hobo days. <laughs> <laughs> Back when you're hoboing. When you're hoboing around with a pig's foot tied by and tied around your neck. <laughs> um, <laughs> the weirdest food. I don't know. Like, it's got to be okay. So, um, I remember one time I went to Las Vegas and they had this all-you-can-eat buffet, but they had like a seafood section, and they had crab legs and stuff like that. But they yeah. had these weird, like there were there were like oysters, but they didn't look like oysters. I don't know what the hell they were called. Huh? And I thought, you know, man, mussels could have been. Uh huh. Yeah, I was like, yeah, try something new. You know, I was thinking to myself, so I put a couple on my plate and I got back to the table and. I, at first, I think I noticed. I thought they were warm, but they were cold. Huh? And then I scooped that little whatever what do you call it, the, yeah, the meat out of there. Uh huh. And I ate it, and man, it was like, like a eating on a racer. <laughs> really? Like chewy? <laughs> yeah, like it was <clears throat> basically like if you remember those pink erasers. Yeah. If you tried to eat one of those, like, just but no, it was cold, no flavor. I mean, yeah. well, there was like this weird fishy flavor, but uh, never did try erasers. Uh. <laughs> I know they're on all my pencils growing up, but never ate them. Not, not even the one on the pencil. I'm talking like if you had those big pink square ones. <laughs> Just imagine tossing one of those in your mouth and trying to chew it up. But I think that's the muscle. Yeah, it probably is the muscle. It was, but, I mean, I think it was because it was cold, too, and then that's kind of, eh. That's weird. Yeah, no taste, right? No, yeah. not really no taste. It's kind of a, um, huh. like a fishy kind of taste, but not really. Yeah, I never had anything like that, no. Um, <clears throat> I remember one time, uh, what was that King's Table, that old buffet here on the 24th? way back. Way back. Uh, I was standing in line, and I remember I was just like a little guy. And like chicken wings, I never seen them before. Like the buffalo wings. Like, yeah. I never seen them before, and they were just sitting there, and I said, oh, what's that? My dad was like, oh, those are frog legs. Try them out. Like, I said, for real? He said, yeah, those are frog legs. And I put some on my plate, and I ate them. So oh, it tastes like chicken. He said, yeah, that's what they say. They taste like chicken. Yeah. Right. And he went back and got some more, and I was already telling everybody, yeah, man, those frog legs are real good. <laughs> <laughs> frog legs. <laughs> you know, it's funny because you eat you ate those that chicken there, and then that's what they sell there now. They sell frogs there? No, they sell chicken wings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, huh. It's prophetic. It's, 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 uh, Prophecy. It's, a, it's a frog leg house. <laughs> frog leg house, yeah. yeah. No, I think the weirdest thing I ever ate was alligator. Oh, There's like uh, a food truck in here, like Cajun fatties or something. I, I know, remember that, that restaurant's over there on King? Yeah. Across from Walmart? Yeah, yeah. They had a food truck. I, I went to that food truck wars or something down here at the Metro one summer. And uh, Alligator, so I'll try some out. It was all right, <clears throat> but it did. It tastes like chicken. Yeah, just tastes like chicken meat. Yeah, they bread it. Yeah, bread it. yeah. They give you that sauce. You can dip it in. We tried it over at uh, Papa Do's in Atlanta. Mm. The girls played tournament down there, and they let Papa Do's is like um, ribbon chop. Oh, okay. that type of restaurant, a little high end. It was good. We tried that. I tried that gator bites, uh, crawfish. How was the crawfish? I liked it. It was good. They had one in a soup. Mm. And they made a, like a bread that kind of like toasted that was a scoop that oh, you okay. scooped it in there and oh, you okay. ate it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really good. Man, that sounds good. I, I want to try that. Like a, 
some crawfish. When, when yeah. they when they remember when they put it like on a big old pile with corn and stuff like that. Yeah, whatever a boil or whatever. Oh. Yeah, they make it look good though. Yeah, wow. yeah. There's a Papadou's in Denver. Oh really? Yeah, and they're uh, straight south, just before you get to Castle Rocks on that side of town. Oh okay. Uh, Castle Rock South, but before you get to in in that area, there's a Papadou's. Before you get to Aurora or whatever? Uh, past Aurora. Yeah, maybe around there. It was kind of a business di- district, okay. but you'll see the sign. Yeah. Sign right there. I think that might be the closest one. But, yeah, there, there, there's some good food there. Yeah. <clears throat> right on, right on. Oh, shoot, man, I'm getting to the discussion. That getting it's hungry. because we were talking <laughs> about food. That's yeah. why. I put my phone down, put the questions down. Let's go get Tell some me more of this Papa Doos you speak of. Papa Doos. Ah, it's real good. Good cook. <laughs> good cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Papa's real good cook. Ah, Papa Doos. <laughs> I remember when he stayed in prior. <laughs> All right. What is the most out of character thing you've ever done? Nothing incriminating. Oh. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> Too late for that. I don't want to get you guys in trouble. Out of character. Hmm. hmm. Trying to think. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of wacky, so. That's not not too much that are out of character for me. Uh, I'd, I'd have to go down those lines. But maybe you could think of it the other way, like you did something really, really not wacky. Yeah, like you did something very formal. Formally? Formally, yeah. Uh, hmm. Hmm. I don't know. This. First time on air. Right yeah. now. Yeah. Right yeah. now. Right now. We're yeah. living it. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Shoot, I don't know. That's because, like, like you said, it's just, there's not too much. I probably yeah. wouldn't at least try once. Yeah, I was thinking, I said, like, formal because, like, Sometimes I find myself like I walk up and there's like a group of guys there. I might kind of barely know them, but I don't know why I do it. I would say, gentlemen, like all formal. <laughs> I did that to some guys that are that work where I work. They they help like patients get out of their car and like they take them to their appointments inside the building at Bounce Clinic. And I walked out and I was standing there and they just looked at me and I don't know. I didn't know what to say. So I was like, gentlemen. And they're like, wow, it's very formal of you. Guys, have a good evening, and I walked off. <laughs> Paul, you weren't expecting that from me because you look like a bouncer. <laughs> oh, that bouncer was very polite. Is that a fat joke? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you call me fat? <laughs> Not in so many words. <laughs> hey, man, just because you're skinny, don't mean hey. good to go around judging people. I gained six pounds, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I still hate it. Doesn't mean you can go around judging people. <laughs> <laughs> got to got to walk on eggshells around here. <laughs> oh, yeah, one, one time they they were talking, and I went was looking for the part part that uh, work. A couple guys had a their discussion. One of them took um, Middle East, one of the languages, Arabic. Mm. Then he. I remember him talking as I walked by, and then they looked at me, and they said, Hey, Curtis, you ever take take a foreign language? I said, Yeah. And I kept looking for the part that we were supposed to weld. Yeah. And then I thought they were just continuing on their discussion amongst themselves, and then they look, they said, 
they both looked at me and they said, well, what'd you take? I said, English. <laughs> so I kind of break the ice, you know. That's how yeah. I lo- meet at work a lot. A lot more guys started getting respect uh, because we had our Indian humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Native yeah. humor. Yeah. Show them that and then, because otherwise they stare at you. Oh, going, yeah. that, going somewhere, even to the store. Yep. You look them in the eye and you say, hey, how are you doing? Yep. Or good morning. Yep. It's enough. Yep. It's enough instead of saying hey, they, they don't like us. Yeah. No, you got to show them yourself. Yeah. We got to, we, a lot of times we have to initiate the conversation, even just like with store clerks that are checking us out. Yep. Because they'll chop it up with the white person in front of us, talk about mm-hmm. that chipmunk that's running around in their tree outside their house. When it comes to us, man, boom, dead silence. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll chop it up with the white person behind us. But I find if I initiate the conversation, then now we're talking about anything and everything. Yep. Did you ever go to a chipmunk boil? <laughs> <laughs> we have chip, chipmunk powwows at my back home. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, with, with that, though, is um, I think uh, both sides of that equation have expectations based on prejudice mm-hmm. and by prejudice yep. i mean you're prejudging right yeah and so i think like 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 if from a native point standpoint you go in there and say well this person was talking to them then they clammed up when i got here so they must be racist yeah but then yeah. They, then if you like look put yourself in their shoes is like well this person is probably kind of standoffish because you know a lot of natives walk around with that scowl yeah or whatever you know stoic kind yeah, of yeah. stoic and they don't, they don't understand, they probably don't really, like, I know a lot of people didn't know that we were funny for the longest time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, that's how we navigate a lot of our day-to-day. Yeah, and on that note, too, like, a lot of us don't even know we're walking around like that. Because, like, I, <clears throat> like, 10 years ago, uh, I always got asked by, you know, my white friends, like, man, why are you always mad? I'm like, what? It's like, I'm just... Like, yeah, you always got to look like you're mad. You got a serious face on. I'm like, man, that's like the furthest thing that I am, you know? Like, I could laugh and joke around, but just because I was silent and, you know, I was probably thinking about something, I just thought I was mad all the time. Remember I told you about that guy when I was in, uh, going to school at MSU Billings? He was from Pittsburgh, and <clears throat> we are sitting there, and he was, oh, I was playing video games, and he was sitting behind me, and he was watching and we were just sitting there, you know, like we can sit there in a room and not really say much. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we can we can respect silence. There's, just no, there's yep. no awkward about it. Yeah. But eventually he kind of goes, he said something like, how come you never say anything? And I just turned around. I was like, what? I was what are you paying attention to him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have anything to say. Yeah. If you want to talk about something, bring something up. And I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, like that, he was from back east, so he didn't really get that. Like, I mean, I remember times when I could drive from prior to Billings to Harden to Crow with my grandpa and he wouldn't say more than 10 words. Yeah. And that was, yep. that was all right. You know, yeah. I didn't. I know I'm in the store and then someone would be looking the other way and then they, as I go by to grab an item to buy, they look right when they turn and look, oh, I didn't see you there. I said, sorry, it's, it's in my nature. I can sneak up on some. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk to animals too. <laughs> oh, so 
Just in the door, number 83. Fresh off the boat. Fresh off the yeah. boat. Yeah. Yeah. Straight hey, out of the <laughs> south side. <laughs> you got to do your... Uh, yeah, we're trying to... job. Yeah. All right. job. The pod got, he's yeah. in the house. He joined us. Got yes. Handled some business and in the house. We're just doing some uh, icebreakers right now. Okay. So we'll do one more and then we'll get into... We'll, we'll gauge, see if you're warmed up. I'm good. I'm ready to go. All right, let's do one more question then. Um, if you could hang out with any cartoon character, who would you choose and why? Scooby Doo. Why? Because a dog's only job is to love you. <laughs> it sounded like you thought about that before. I thought you guys like singing the song Scooby Scooby Doo. Where are you? We got some you work gotta, to you, do. You got now. a best friend and they don't fight you for nothing. And plus, he can talk. Yeah. Plus, he likes to get on some munchies. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. It's Curtis uh, Blow over here. Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> so they can mess around and I can just laugh all day. Yeah. Enjoy you guys can myself. Review some M- some videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> MTV jams, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and rock out like the way they do. Yeah. On that couch. Yeah. Head banging. <laughs> but you. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I... Favorite cartoon. I've... Jetsons. George Jetson, his boy Elroy. Um, hang out with. I was gonna say, uh, like before he said Scooby Doo, I was gonna say, does it have to be one? Because I'd hang out with that whole crew just to, like, the mystery van. Yeah, like yeah. to cruise around with them, check it Who'd out. Would you dress like? Who would I I'd dress like? Me. Oh. Halloween every day, baby. You, you look like a shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a shaggy most days. Bell bottoms and V neck shirt. I dress up as Velma. Velma jinkies. 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 Skirt and all. Skirt and all the turtleneck. <laughs> turtleneck sweater. No, man, it'd be kind of cool to hang out with them and then like go just to some random house and then get in. Caught up in a mystery, and then it's old Mister Withers from the haunted amusement park. Mm. Turns out it's some dude. I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't <laughs> for you darn kids. <laughs> yeah, pull out the mask. Did you ever see that meme that said when you finally figure out who's the source of all your problems, and then they pull off that mask and it's a picture of them <laughs> of the person pulling oh, out the mask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yourself, huh? Yeah, it's yourself. It's you. You are the source of all your problems because your decisions directly affect your life. Yeah. And no matter where you go, there you are. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 104. Thank you. Good Drop night. knowledge. Good night. <clears throat> um, the cartoon character that I'd pick is none other than Bugs Bunny. I thought about that. I thought about that. Man, because he used Why? to crack me up when I was a kid like that. I remember that episode every time. And even right now, thinking about it, it's making me smile because like <clears throat> Elmer Fudd's on that um barber chair and then he that classical music's playing and then like bugs bunny's on top of his head and his feet are moving to the music oh yeah <laughs> man like, i remember when i was a kid i was laughing so hard at that man i, I was in tears sitting on the ground with my bowl of cereal one. yeah he's like massaging his head yeah it's like dun, 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 and his, his hands and feet are moving like that on his bald head man that cracked me up so hard 
I remember that one. Yeah. Go watch it when you go home tonight. One of the Looney Tunes. We're on Minions at my house. On Minions? Yeah. The third one? Is there yeah. a third one? I don't know. Oh, yeah. there's just like the Minions movie, huh? Yeah, Rise there's the Minions movie. I forgot it has like a different name. Oh, it's Despicable Minions. Me. Um, no, not Despicable Me, but it's Minions. And then something, I forgot what it is. My daughter was watching it this morning. Mm, the Rise of Gru. Uh-uh. No, I gotta look it up. <laughs> they had the minions, and then they had the second one was when they that grew was a little guy. Plus, like Bugs Bunny, man, he was in Space Jam. The first is one. it the Rise of the Goo? The rise first the one, Goo. Goo. the Rise of the Goo. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, like a different one, but like not a movie movie because remember they make those um, what they call it shorts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the other cartoon people that I'd kick it with is like the Rescue Rangers. I grew up on that one too. Chip and Dale, Baloo the Bear. That was after that was after your time. You remember the Saturday the Saturday cartoons? When cartoons only came on Saturday? Yeah. <clears throat> Man, the only one I remember is like um, Looney Tunes because that's all. Usually, I woke up late and that's all I caught. Looney Tunes. I think it was the Rise of Gru. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> well, how do you guys you guys feel warmed up? You ready to go? Yes, sir. Let's do right. this then. All right, DJ. If you're ready, why don't you hit me with that beat? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right, all right. Unspoken Words episode 104 is in the house. And we got Curtis Bad Bear, a.k.a. Curtis Blow and the Bad Bears in the house tonight. Um, and we're going to get into an encounter that he had when he was up in the mountains. But before that, uh, I just kind of wanted to ask you about, you know, let's give us a background of like where you're from and what district do you hail from? (laughs) No, uh, no, you shared a, you said you had like a vision or a dream with us before we got on air. So kind of tell us about how you grew up and where you grew up and, and get into that, what you shared with us. Yeah, I grew up in the Crow Agency area. Lived in Dunmore, mostly Crow. Then we moved to Lockwood for a couple years. And then we moved back to Crow. Um, personally, I was going to be a baseball player. Mm, everyone was, yeah, everyone wanted to play basketball. I didn't play and really get into it until I got back, back as a freshman. Everyone was already playing, so... Mm. Go to the courts every day, play about four hours, dang, until I caught up to everybody to their to their level. Mm. But it, what helped the most was playing against like the pretty weasels, George, uh, Robert Tex enemy, Jonathan Tex enemy, mm. Jojo Shields, my goal side, mm. uh, Clyde, or not Jojo Shields, the Jojo Pretty Pink. Mm. Sharpshooter, Clyde the Glide, Pretty Pink, mm. all those older guys that come and play 21, play till 
late, late, play even horse at when it's like ten thirty at night. Mm. Then uh, JoJo and Clyde didn't they head back to Dunmore, and I go back to my grandma's house. Mm. But yeah, that's how I learned to play basketball against the older guys. It was free lessons. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> free training. <laughs> yeah, free training, and it was the best. Nowadays, now you have to go pay to play in a gym. Yeah, kids are getting too used to that. They need to be in a gym. Back then, when we played in the outdoor courts all the time, even when there's a little gym time, everybody, all the, every, all of us, went on the court. Man, it was felt like the, to be the best, best ball player because we were inside the gym. Yeah. Nowadays, it's uh, the opposite. Kids need to go out there and play outside first. And then be at their best on the inside. Mm. Just like life, you know. Yeah. You got to be the best from the inside to show the outside world. That's the way I see it. Yeah. But yeah, I had a lot of good lessons. Good lessons in growing up. Reservation kid. Hooky Bob. Hooky Bob was my sprint trainings. <laughs> During the winter, put two socks on. Put uh, the bread the bread sack on, over my sock and then go outside. <laughs> Seemed like for hours, hooky bobbing. But yeah, that's a lot. Of, uh, actually, it was it was like sprinting all the time. Mm. Yeah, that was that was great great times. Then uh, went to went to the um, Washington State one time for basketball camp freshman year. After everyone was starting to go to the camps and. When I went there, then I saw other abilities from different uh, northwest area, I guess. Mm. Basketball players that are taller, taller than I was. And I thought I hustled a lot, but then there was more that were a lot more hustling to get on the team. Mm. And I met, I met some guys from Browning. Same thing. We all look stoic until we start joking around. Yeah. <laughs> then we joked around with each other, you know. Yeah. But yeah, they were met. Basketball was a um, great experience for me because it. I learned learned to be a team player, learn to learn from the best of somebody, mm. and use their attributes. I guess. And use it in life. Yeah. You know, I saw all the good from there and used it and tried to pass on to my kids. Mm. Showed them showed them what worked for me and the fun that I had. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, Crow Agency, best. Best for me because when we, one time we lost, I, I'd go run up that Mason Hill. People are now jogging up, jogging to... Um, by Aka. Mm. Uh, what's I forgot that gas heel. cap, gas cap heel. Now there are there's runners there. There's people running. That's good. Everyone's doing good, helping themselves. Mm. But back then I was I would go run past it, go all the way to those trees, and I come back, eat a little bit of. Uh, my grandma would have cottage cheese and little can of fruit and eat with her and drink some water and head to the courts. I would run about 3 o'clock, come back about 4, 
eat eat with her a little bit, and then then I'd head to the courts, and then be there from four thirty till shoot eleven sometimes. Mm. That was that was that was the days. No worries. It, it was me, uh, being me as playing basketball, because I couldn't play baseball no more since we moved back to from the reservation back mm. to the reservation. But yeah, that's uh, where I grew up. A lot of good memories. Helped everybody when someone needed help. We helped them. We, if we're taking our trash, we take take the neighbors or to an aunt or a grandma. Take go over there and grab and take their tra- trash out on the way out. Just little things like that. And people were borrowing salt from each other. Now, now they're stealing from each other, which sucks. Yeah. But yeah, the at that time it was, it still is. There's still good people. There's still our people are good. Just yep. uh, need to keep going that way. And but all these, all the good stuff that I learned, that I saw, that's what I tried to pass on to my children. Mm. And hopefully they do it to theirs. But uh, either way, we always ask to, to to go through the bad stuff to be at the good stuff. Mm. In life, that's how I see it. Never, never. It's never a storybook where it's everything is happy, like cartoons. You know, yeah. happily ever yeah, after. Happily, yeah. Everything is not perfect, but everything is a lesson. Mm. And then you teach for somebody else to learn from. And that's how I see it. Learned, learned a lot of, got a lot of respect from my. The older ball players that I learned from, I'm the best ones, they they talked a little bit. They say, "Hey, good shot," you know that that meant meant a lot. It meant a lot to me because I thought, "All right, he passed me the ball, and I got a, I made it." You know, yeah. That was uh, yeah. Those guys, people talk about Michael Jordan and like Jonathan Texan and me. Those guys, they were the they were the Michael Jordans back then. Mm. And like we were talking about the centers and uh, like George and Robert, they post anybody up and pork chops, pork chops, uh, turns plenty. Mm. Used to play 21 against him and he post up. That's how I learned uh, to guard bigger people. Mm. And I was only, what, 15 years old, freshman. Those guys are about 6'3", way bigger than I was and post me up, push me around. But yeah, and then, then at the end, eh, they they didn't talk trash. They just they said, "All right, good game." Then they head out. Yeah, and man, uh, that was it. That was it. Yeah, that was the the best way that I learned to play basketball. And uh, nowadays, yeah, it's a whole different ball game. Like you were talking about earlier, when yeah. you said uh, everyone has their own little zones. Yeah, no, you got to be well rounded. You gotta be able to. Luke was my coach in high school. You either post him up or you can take him outside. That's how. That was his philosophy, mm. and, it, and that you have to be all around. That was his style, and that was the best move. When I went to, as you as you grow up, you always follow an uncle. Uh, he's the one that teaches you things. Mm-hmm. Mine was uh, Carl Alden. Oh. <clears throat> He was a couple of years older than I was. I always followed him around. Mm. And he, he's, he always tells me, do this, do that. He'd say, don't be a 
Yeah. Don't Chick- don't be a chicken shit. Yeah. Yeah. So then I'd have to do it. Even <laughs> though it was <laughs> throwing throwing a rock at the trains coming by, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would he he tell me to do they always got dared every now and then. Something something that I shouldn't do. Yeah. But uh I did it because he was Otherwise, uh, he won't let me, I won't be able to follow him around, you know. Yeah. Just like that story, you know, the one that followed his uncle that to jump off the cliff over here. That's life. Mm. But yeah, it was a good life. He showed me the, um, I guess we we were going to be um, warriors as kids. Everyone wants to be the top warrior. But we always play little war games. We used to throw stuff and hide and hide and seek in the dark and football, throw it, throw at it. That's kind of like nod it. But we, yeah, he showed me a lot. So when he moved to our transfer to from Hardin to St. Labrie, that's when I went to just to go play basketball with him. Mm. That was my my goal, my dream at the time. And then when, when we got to there, and then Luke was the coach and learned a lot from him, too. Luke's brought a prayer. Mm. But, yeah, that's grew up. Then I, the reason I went to Le, another good reason was grandparents. Then that way I stay at school all week and then come home for the weekend couple, visit with them, and then go back to Labrie. Met a lot of people over there too. Some good people that through basketball, through sports, and um, later I walk. I was able to work and stay with them over there in Ashland, and I worked at the sawmill there. But yeah, that's uh, that's where I came from, and I didn't have much. Didn't I knew we didn't have much, but but we had enough. Yeah. Well, one time my mom said, "What do you want?" For your birthday, and I said, just biscuits and gravy. That was my favorite. I'm yeah. sure it's everybody's favorite, too. Yeah. Especially when your mom or grandmother cooks it. Yeah. Better than Stella's. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's, uh, I knew, I was, I guess, uh, I didn't want to ask for things. I think that's how I grew up. I just kind of followed around and even just to, uh, kind of shy that way at the time, mm. but I was always the the last one to follow. Even when we ran in the hills with our BB guns, trying to act like we were hunting for deer, mm. I was always the f- last one. But I would never quit follow following my older my uh, uncle and the o- the older guys that he was with. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good, man. And um. <clears throat> You told me about um, you're gonna go get a tuxedo, going to prom or something. Yes, yes. And then um, so and something happened there. Yeah, talk to yep. us about that. Yeah. So at the time, I was uh, no high school still. I ain't no angel, but uh, anyway, I was. We we drank the night before. Woke up, still kind of buzzed up. I never cared for weed. My friends, my cousins, they were, they liked to smoke. Usually most time when they smoked, I always drove for them because I didn't care for the, to, to smell like that, I guess. But, uh, 
anyway, they, they had a couple of joints and I tried it and I thought, oh, I'm not drinking today. So I'm going to go ahead and, and try a couple of hits. And on the way up to Billings, went to, to, to go get our tuxedos. I stood up, stood up and told the lady at the counter where to school and my name and address. Then the airplane went over, over us. And at the time, I was about two feet away from the wall. And I said, I was telling her my name. And then, then it, when the airplane went over, it was like a tunnel vision. Like everything was blacking out. Yeah. And uh, right when I was going to, when I couldn't see nothing, it, it was like a bomb went off to my left. And I hit, I slammed against the wall. I remember, but I couldn't see. And I knew I was I was going down. I was sliding down that wall on my, with my back, and I I knew I was embarrassed. And I put my covered my head with my arms and to my knees. And then I was going through, and and the next thing I saw was a like a gray tunnel, like a cave. And as I was floating through there, at the end of the tunnel was like orange light, like a, like the sunset or the morning light, mm. pretty much. And uh, as I was floating through, it felt like ghosts, things were trying to get me, and I was uneasy. It was, it was like a bad time for me. Mm. And then when I went through that tunnel, and then the whole sky was orange, and then there was one gray cloud that kept lighting up like lightning, but there was no lightning. It was just kept lighting up. Mm. And then I was at peace. I was happy. I was, I was glad to be there. And then the next, very next thing was my cousins, they tried to pick, they're picking me up. I couldn't stand up by myself. They, they had to both pick me up. They said, you yeah, all right? And I heard some woman say, should we call the ambulance? And I said, no. I said, oh, I just need to sleep, sleep, go rest. They took me to the car. I was like dragging my feet. They, they had to carry me pretty much. Mm. Then I slept for about two hours. Then uh, a couple of years later, I talked to my uncle and I told him that. I told him what what I saw, and he said, uh, "He said that's good." He said, what, "What what when you were going through that tunnel? That's all the bad things in life, all, all the things that can hold you down and keep you back and not want you to go forward." Mm. He said, "Once you even like this, you you said I told him I smoked weed at the time." And I drank, and he said that those are the things that will hold you down. He said, once you quit, you go through. He said, then everything's going to be good. Everything that you do will be all good, good for you. And that's where you need to be. And that was his message or when he told me, when I told him my dream. Mm. And this was, uh, yeah, it just happened right under the rims over there. I forgot what that place was called. Treasure State. Yeah. Oh, is that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was it. I used to get my tuxedos, yeah. too. No, that's crazy. That's like, like, more like a vision, huh? Yep. It's like right there, boom. Yeah. Like you're just wide awakened. Yep. Yeah, and, and here are my cousins later on. They tried to say, bullshit, that was just you, just too high. And I said, no, it, it happened. Yeah. It happened, and just now I'm sharing my story. Yeah. And it, it is true. It that is a a real 
real good lesson for me that, but that happened. If people don't think they can have visions or, or whatever, our way is, it's still there. Yeah. It was there. It's there for a reason. All of us have a purpose in life. Mm. We need to share our purpose to make someone else have their purpose. Yeah. To better themselves and to keep our, keep our families and our, our tribe strong. Doesn't matter which tribe, where you're from, you, you're representing yourself for your family mm. and your tribe. And now that was a, it's true. When we came up to Billings, when we first moved up here, we didn't have nothing. And I quit drinking at the time. Mm. And I worked two jobs. Work from 6 to 2 o'clock at Laurel. Then I go to Yellowstone Country Club and wash dishes from 3 to 11, maybe 1 at night. Get up mm. get up at 5 and do it all over again. Seven mm. months I did that until we bought our stuff that we had to on our own. Never yeah. wanted to have anybody say, I did it for you. Yeah. Growing up as uh, with my dad, he would... Uh, is to get after me, but but now I n- understand his reason. He'd always say, "Well, I can't do it for you." I always said that. I used to always get pissed off about it yeah. over it, and now now it made me the person I am. Yeah, it made me to do what I had to do to get to where I where I where I am. Yeah, that's well. good. Really <clears throat> built that just being independent. Yeah, yeah, working for yourself. Yeah, I used to run down through to the courts, and I'd see everybody else have driving around trucks or cars. Yeah, and they'd be cruising around, and I thought, man, someday I'm gonna buy my own. Yeah, buy my own. It's yeah. I was just one of the kids from the reservation. Still am. Yeah, I'm res, and I'm proud. Yeah, all four of us were all just kids from the res. Well, that's Ooh. one thing that we say is that, uh, like, <clears throat> this podcast is just like. Just three res kids with a tape recorder. We're just talking. Yeah. You know, we're just out here trying to share our our experience, strength, and hope. But yeah, I really like that. Um, your vision there. And then with your uncle talking, kind of interpreting it, interpreting for you. Like, yeah, once we get past that, the the bad stuff, the things that are trying to hold us back. Once we get past that, then it's uh, it's like a way better life. Uh, we get past that, and like for me in my um, my own journey, once I put the put the vodka down, once I put it away, and uh, just had that relationship with Agbara Dia, and just started moving forward in that direction, and uh, life is a lot better. I mean, it's not all sunshines and lollipops, but it's definitely a lot better, manageable. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think that's powerful, though, like your your vision. It just changed the trajectory of your life. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's still, I, it's like yesterday. It just like happened even like 10 minutes ago. Everything that, I, that happened, it's like them movies where they, it shows over and over, like mm. a car wreck or something. Yeah, yeah. Groundhog yeah. Day. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. And, uh, what's that? Uh, <laughs> remember that actor's name? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember. 
You guy. remember he's on Space Jam too? What's his name? Bill Bill Murray. Bill Murray. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> said Billy Crystal <laughs> over and over. Yeah. No, but it's kind of funny because you were saying that your friends were saying that you were too high. But I had a similar thing when I overdosed on meth, dude. I left my body and to this day, like that's still my story. You know what I mean? Whether yeah. anybody else believes me or not, like, dude, that happened to me and it was real to me. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know? Those are good visions, you know. I think our experience that 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 has to change your life. Yeah. And uh it should it should help somebody else, hopefully. Yeah. I mean that you gotta tell it. You can't just be embarrassed about it. Right? You went through it, you survived it, you got over it. Uh, you accepted it. Well, yeah. The first thing we do is when we accept, then it's time to heal. Mm. That's mm. anything. Mm. It's like my wife when they told her that she has got, had brain cancer. Mm. It was hard for a while there. But uh, every day we'd do something that, when she'd start thinking about it. Start uh, want to clam up and we'd go, hey, let's go. I'll take you out to eat or Let's go to the mall. Let's see if there's some shoes for the boys or the girls or somebody. Yeah. Then we go do something. But at the time, I was, uh, that's all I thought about was ex- it, just accept it because then after that, it's time to heal. Mm. It's t- it's true. It, it's it's your true thing. It's in the mind. Mm. The mind is uh, the most powerful thing God gave. Yep. And then the next thing is choice. Then you have the choice to 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 do the best of it, or learn from it. Mm. So those are the two things that I always think about and say constantly. Mm. But uh, yeah, that. So I I told her after we accepted, after then we're gonna heal. Yeah, we get it done. Get it done now. Do it now and do it right. To me, that's simple. Yeah. Uh, just a couple little simple words is it's like uh it's time to get up and get it done mm. those those kind of things and yeah but yeah we took care of it then uh to to start taking our steps to what to do what she needed to do she was scared i was too yeah uh, i cried i'm yeah. a, not not i'm not embarrassed about it yeah it's my wife Mm-hmm. But uh, that's why I went to the to the Castle Rocks, mm-hmm. and then uh, that's when I fasted. And that's where my next door will come yeah, from. Go for it. Go right into it. Yeah. Right into it. Yeah. yeah. So at the time it was COVID. We all had COVID, and and uh, I got sick too. She had COVID first, and when I the fourth day was the the toughest for me. I had a. Uh, 12 hours, high fevers, nothing helped. Not, and um, took six Motrin, six, two extra tank Tylenol, and still my fevers were, I, I had to lay down. Mm. It was, I've, if I ever had to deal with a migraine, that's probably my, that would be a migraine for me. Mm. But at the time, I, I sweated out after the, it was like four o'clock in the morning, my fever came. The only way I can tell was when it hurt, hit my joints, like my ankle, my knee, hip, all elbows, all the joints that I had. 
on my body, it would ache, and I'd start rolling back and forth, laying down back and forth, trying to be comfortable, saying, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, because I was, in, <laughs> yeah. you know, I was yeah. comfortable. It was hurting, hurting. Yeah. yeah. And then finally, I finally fell asleep, and it, I remember looking at the time, it was uh, 3.57 in the afternoon, because mm. I woke up at 4, and that's when my fever was happening. All right, when I fell asleep, I dreamt that I was walking through the the forest, like a bunch of trees, and there was a, like a bonfire to the east. Mm. And I thought, man, that's crow. I'm going over there. I need help. I'm, I need to go. I started walking, and I heard some something moving behind me. And I, I didn't want to look because I wanted to go get help, and I was barely moving because I knew my in my joints were aching. Mm. Which step I took, and as I I I kind of glanced over my shoulder a little bit, but down because I didn't want to look up. The trees were dying behind me. Mm. The grass was dying. It was turning black. And then I was I looked over to the bonfire on the other side of the trees, towards the east, and I took a couple more steps, and then I then I woke up. I woke up at four o three. I was sweating. All my sweat, went. the pillow was all wet. I broke my fever, mm. and man, that felt good. I was hungry. First time I wanted to eat. Got up and showered. Walked around because I thought the more I walk around, maybe this COVID will will good get out of my body. Yeah. And then even then, then about two hours later, it it started up again, and I. Uh, Said, all right, it's it's time. I said, just go ahead and take me. <laughs> I said, yeah. uh, just go ahead and take me. I don't want to deal with that again. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, that one only lasted four hours. Yeah. And then I got over COVID. Then uh, my wife having to go through that on um, the brain cancer part mm-hmm. tumor and. So I thought, well, I'm going to go up there and pray. Yeah. Because I prayed before I came, we came to Billings in uh, 97, up in uh, Bighorns. But uh, so I thought I better go up there and I need some the guidance. Go ask for what I need to do next. So I went up, got off, got off at uh, right below the East Prior Castle Rock. And it's pretty steep right there. Yeah. And as I got off, I started smoked cigarette and prayed and uh, told, said out loud that I come to pray for my wife and my mom. Mm. He said they're going through something, and this is my way of looking for what 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 we need to do next. And I said I'm not here to bother nobody else. And uh, that's all I want. So I started climbing up. I started climbing up. There's a couple little openings through the trees, and there's the one opening, and then there's a big rock right where the trees kind of meet together. Yeah. And as I passed, took a step right by that big rock, and I, I look, I look straight up, and then to my to my right, my peripheral vision, I saw a tree like swaying. And there's no wind. It's it's May or 
No, it was June, June 19th at the time. Mm. There's no wind, it, no rain. It rained like a couple days before because I watched the weather before I went up. And then when I saw that tree moving, I, I looked in that direction and I saw uh, something brown that kind of went on the other side of that tree. And I thought, I wonder if that's a bear that jumped off our mountain lion, because that's the only thing in my brain that yeah. can say the thing. That's the only thing I can comprehend, I guess. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I'm going to wait. I le- I stopped, and I I took a, a backpack, and I put put it down. I sat out that uh, rock there. I sat, and I started, prayed again. I got a cigarette and prayed and said, I'm here not to bother nobody. I come to Come to pray. I said it out loud, and I told, I thought maybe whatever it was to that, to continue on, and I'll, I won't watch where it's going. Mm. That's how I. That's how I felt. Yeah. And then I. So then I, about two minutes, a couple minutes later, I start going back, going up again. Started crawling and because it got steep sometimes and slipping and. Got to the middle castle rock and went along the edge and went to the put my backpack there because uh, I wanted to find out where they crawl up to the to the top. So I went around in between the middle castle rock and the east castle rock. I saw where they pray on the east castle rock. Mm. There's still a little pit fire pit there, and then uh, I looked on the middle castle rock side that wall. I thought I can climb right there. But the only dangerous part is sliding back down. Mm. If I slid, I kept, I would go. Yeah. So I thought, I better not try it. I went on the other side of East Castle Rock on the prior gap side. I looked and I saw the, that crack there. Uh, the way the boulders are split, There's a that's the way to climb up. And the first ledge, I, first step that I have to take, it's about five foot. So I had to pick myself up to climb up that first step then it's a it'd be a, a easier climb right when I was gonna climb up there I broke all that rock that I I I pushed off it all broke and I thought oh shit is maybe it's not meant to me for me to climb up there mm. so then I turned around I went back to the uh, middle one and I s- stayed in front or uh, on the north side I thought ah oh, this is a good spot there's a boulder here make my little fire right there and made my circle with my rock the rocks circle around me started praying got some and after I got done praying I got some more wood started chopping about 7.15 7.20 somewhere out right there I heard two wood knocks that was just right on the other side of East Castle Rock Mm. And I heard all those stories. And yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't want to deal with it. And I, yeah. But I had my pur- purpose. I want. I had to stay and pray. Yeah. And I thought oh, maybe it's a uh, maybe I'm just hearing things, and it was all real quiet at the time. Yeah. But uh. Yeah. You. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Let's take this way. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy though. Yeah, when I heard it, and I thought, man, I, I know what that is, and I kept saying, I shouldn't. I thought, man, maybe I'm just hearing things. 
But mm. it was really, really quiet, though. Everything was quiet. Yeah. The birds didn't see them much, and I thought, well, maybe they're just somewhere else. Yeah. Didn't see no eagles. Usually there's always an eagle around that those areas there. Yeah. And then uh, I didn't hear nothing. But uh, so I started getting my firewood ready mm-hmm. for staying all night. I pretty much stood up all night. Uh, that was my plan, yeah. not to sit down. And then, uh, so I got, then about 8.45, somewhere right around there, because it was getting a little dark, but I can still see the field kind of behind your guys' place down oh, okay. there. Yeah. yeah, I can, as I look down, I can kind of see all the little lights turning on from the... Mercury lights. Yeah, the yeah. mercury lights. And then I heard, it sounded like gunshots gunshots to, down in that area and I thought well usually there's antelope there and maybe someone's driving by and kids are somebody's shooting at those antelope just to sh- target practice or something yeah. and then that one did because it was about five to me that's what I thought mm-hmm. then about shoots it got dark maybe 10 10 15 mm-hmm. I heard uh, something cro- coming up because you can hear like the um, rocks overturning, and uh, to me, I thought it was a bear because it's a trail going up there. Yeah, and it, and it, I thought maybe it's a bear just overturning things, and he's coming up to to where he needs to be. Yeah. So I, I kept listening, and it would kept coming up, and then move things around, kept coming up, moving things around, and it and it was to my left, to my left, exactly where I. Where I climbed up. Mm. Then I didn't hear nothing. About 10.30, I heard a couple, like, mumbling, like, a couple people talking in a different room. Uh-huh. I thought, did I hear that? And I'm still listening to the crackling of my fire and still looking, facing north and praying. Yeah. Then I, I tipped my head just to try to listen for it. Then it didn't happen and I thought maybe I'm just hearing things again yeah about another 15-20 minutes I heard it again this time was a little louder two like two of them talking but it was like mumbling yeah then uh, I said I said in my in crow I said uh, Disabelle I said who are you mm. Curtis Badbury I thought maybe somebody came up so yeah. come to pray. And, uh, I asked him, who, who's here? Mm. There's no answer. No answer. And then uh, every now and then I would hear it like, uh, like I thought like pebbles kind of moving, moving around, like around me, mm. like, like, like someone throwing a rock and like, like the rocks just kind of moving because of something. That's it, what I kind of yeah. heard from time to time. Like just little things, and I thought, well, maybe it's just the critters moving around. Yeah, and uh, and uh, it rained a little bit, but above me was a, a little overhang, so I I didn't rain on me, mm. and, I, and I didn't rain too much. It only rained about maybe about twenty minutes or so, half hour, and then about twelve thirty, kept there's nothing. That's when it rained till about one. Then. Uh, Nothing, 
as I was just heard these little rocks every now and then. Then uh, I heard a couple uh, whistles, like like a bird. I thought, well, that's what what the, what is? I never seen a bird all day, and mm. I just heard like a couple whistles, and that was up on top of the middle castle rock because mm. it was above me. Yeah. Then I thought oh, maybe there is this bird that just kind of got up and did something, and so I I prayed and kept praying and. Next morning, I got up or uh, started getting my fire down. And when I was getting to before the sun came up, try to make sure there's no ashes and started to, uh, gonna face the sun and start doing my morning prayer. Mm. As the sun came up, man, that's that orange light that, that what I saw from my from what I saw before in my vision. Yeah. So to me, that was a good sign, you know. Yeah. Everything was quiet. And I was at peace. And that probably had to be about 5, 5.30 or so in yeah. the morning. Then I, then I got up, or start make sure that there's no more ashes and started uh, putting dirt around it. And so I, I was, I went down. I went down because they were going to come pick me up. And as I went down, there was all the things that, uh, and nothing was touched, it seemed like. But there, when I went down, there's, uh, and through those openings, uh, you can see where the rocks are overturned. So I knew, I, I, I tried to look for tracks. Yeah. I thought it was the bear. I could, but you can't tell because the grass was pretty tall at the time. Mm-hmm. And, got down to where they dropped me off to this one, to the end of the road down there. And I, th- they, they weren't going to be there right away. So I thought, oh, shit, I'm, I'm going to take a, take a nap. I laid down, I laid down and I w- went to sleep. Next thing I heard was like a big crack and like a crash. Yeah. There's a tree right behind me that Ooh. fell. Oh. And it, when I heard that, then I, I I made a walking stick about seven foot, and I I, I that's the only thing I had. Oh, other than a little little knife and a I thought, man, I wonder that a bear. Maybe it is a bear, but shit, that's all I heard was like like a tree. It wasn't it wasn't like a natural fall because I heard that crack. That like was it a big snapped. Yeah, and it was that's what I heard. That's what woke me up. I look back and and I'm still in that th- that thick p- part of the where the trees are. I was looking underneath and try to look in the openings and see what was over there. And at the same time, I didn't want to go over there because uh, something was there. Yeah, know? yeah. When they say you smell, there was no smell. There was nothing there at the time. Mm. But yeah, it just right when it, then I heard another like a. Uh, uh, like like truck boiling out. I turned around and here was them. They come after me, and that it, there is uh, some rocks there. Yeah. You have to. It kind of uh, hits the bottom bottom of the frame every now and then, if, mm. or when you drive through. Yeah. And then that, that's that was my experience going up there, 
and I, uh, I know they're there. They're the Bigfoot and the topics, all the stories people tell. People mm. will laugh at when I tell them that, but uh, but it's true. I, I saw it or I heard it. Maybe that thing that moved the trees, that might have been one. And I, because yeah. by the time I saw it, it was just something brown going past it and behind a tree like it ducked down. Yeah. But I need to go back up there and, and I want to see from that rock and see that tree. And maybe, maybe it was just that tall. Whatever I saw. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that is, uh, I think that was the closest like encounter for me, mm-hmm. for me to, to deal with. And when you, when they say you go up there to pray, they, it's like things, uh, they're testing you to chase you out of there. Mm. See if it's true that what you what's in your heart, mm. what you're gonna pray for, and and I I think just to stay there overnight, not to run down. I don't know, maybe that helped, but I I believe it did. I believe in my heart that's what I asked for. Yeah, for my mom and my wife. Yep, they both had some the uh, cancer tumor that they're looking into. Yeah. And that's who, and that's who was my purpose. Yeah. And I think uh, the only reason I came back down was because I have a bad back. I broke it when I was a kid. Mm. And I couldn't, I knew if I stayed up there, they'd, someone's going to have to come try to get me. Yeah. And uh, then it'd be more trouble for somebody to try to carry me off the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get the help flight. Yeah. yeah. Rescue machine. Yeah, rescue everybody. We'll be calling even Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Bugs Bunny. <Yeah. laughs> Buzz Buzzard. Yeah. No, oh man. Would thank you. you. Pecker? Pecker. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, man. That was that was man, I was right there with you, man. I could see it because I've been up there. You know, I've done a fast too up there and that on uh West, that smaller one, yeah, just right below there, and that those rock ledge comes out like that. I yep. camped right there for a night. Yeah, chased out those rain. Yep. I climbed up to the top and we looked and seen those rain clouds coming and they're black. I was like, let's get off. We left the next day. Yep. Um, so I've been up there and I know what it's like to be up there. And man, I was right there as you're telling that story, man. I'm seeing all of it, but we're open it up to. The Podgati and Favorite Indian, what are your guys' initial reactions to the story? I just, because I, I was up there in um, June, June 20th, uh, Solstice, this past year. But I, I wasn't on uh, Castle Rock, so I was on the other side of the gap or on the other side of the canyon. Remember those, if you look on the, the south side of where Castle Rocks is, there's like two or three steps on the other side. I couldn't get, I had a four-wheeler, so I couldn't get to the one I was going to, the one they showed me. So I ended up just staying on that top one, but I'm glad that you said that, like, you know, they're testing you to see, to chase you, to see if you'll you'll run off. Because, man, I I was up there for three days, and every night, like that first night, man, it was real windy. And right in front of me, there's that little drop-off, and then the mountain goes almost straight down. But that little, like, maybe about five, six, maybe even ten feet at some spots, there's, like, a little cliff there. And I was facing that, facing east. 
And then that first night, man, like the, my fire, the, all I had was my firelight. And you know how it kind of jumps. Yep. And that, those wildflowers were going like this. And every once in a while, man, it would look like something would peek over that. Mm, and so, yeah. and then, but then I did like uh, my brother, he went up there and he was, he went up that snake road. He didn't go all the way up. I guess he went about maybe halfway. He said he was over there praying and he heard those knocks. And he did like you. He said, I'm just here to pray. He said, after that, it stopped. So that's what I did. I said it out loud, mm. out loud. I said, I, I yep. said, I'm just here to pray. And I said, I came in peace and I don't want to bother anybody. And let me pray in peace and I'll leave in peace. I said, that's all I want. And every time I got, you know, like, cause yep. I was scared. Oh yeah. yeah I was yeah, scared. Yeah, yeah. And I was up there by myself and it's dark. It was dark at night. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then uh, that, that firelight man and that wind and it just kind of messes with you. Mm-hmm. But every time I got felt like that, I would I would say that I would say it out loud, and then I would start praying, and I would just pray, you know, the, the reason that I was up there, and then like you said too, like in the morning time, holy cow, man, there's there's nothing else like it. It was like, mm-hmm. it's just like this everything, the world, just the weight, just peace, just everything was gone. I was like, yeah, and so when you're when you're telling your story, man, I was thinking about that too, and I didn't hear no. Like like you said, like um, noises or didn't see anything, didn't hear no crashing. Where I was, there was kind of wasn't very many trees except for down below. But um, but 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 the way I figure <clears throat> is that you know our our people have been doing that for thousands of years, and I've got to assume that big those those beings have been here for just as long if not longer mm-hmm. and at some point you know if if it wasn't right for us to go up there and do that in that way then we would hear about it right yeah. they would yeah. say yeah don't go up there don't don't do that it's not good and yeah. they would have stopped it a long time ago mm. but yep. then what you just now said made perfect sense like they're dead like a test you know okay then do it is this what i really want is this what i'm really here for is this what i'm really willing to do mm. and so i just made that choice and what got me too was the same thing was rain mm. and i and i looked and man i was like i only got about maybe an hour so i jumped on and i rode back down and I, my dad lives up the road probably it's about a mile and a half about a mile and a half down towards uh, a little farther towards town but by the time I got to his place, I looked back up there, and man, you couldn't even see him. Like, you could see the bottom half of the mountains, but the top was just black. Yep. So I got out of there just in time, but, yeah, that was a good story. I was like, because I, 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 those things are in the back of your mind, especially hanging out with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with this guy. And, and, uh, and then he really goes, yeah, I was going to tell you about something, but I didn't want to. I wanted to read it. came back down. <laughs> I know, because you told me this story, and I was going to tell him before he went, but I said, oh, I better wait. Yeah. <laughs> but, but even wait still, he comes even, back. Still, even still, I mean, like, it's, in, it's in your mind, right? You think about these things, and then. But then, like you said, too, is like, man, I came up here for a reason, so I'm just going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And you just, like, and for me, like, I think the biggest thing was the fact that I didn't fold. I didn't fold up, and I was like, oh, man, this is too much. Uh, maybe I made a mistake. No, I was like, no, I came up here. I'm going to do this as long as I can. And then, you know, Father Dio will tell me where well, you can go now. I think that rain was, like, his way of letting me off the hook. Yeah. Like, All right, you've done enough. You can, for now, you can go. 
Mm. Better go. Better go home now. <laughs> so that's uh, yeah, I, yeah. So I, I mean, man, that was a real powerful story. It's like, he, like he said, I was right there, waiting for the next. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the story. Yeah. So when you heard that uh, that crack, did you 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 never saw any tree fall or anything like that? No, I was laying down, and I was. I guess my feet would be facing north, and you know, and then. The crack behind me was south, mm. but uh, it's it's kind of thick right there. There's a bunch of trees right there, and that's when I got up and I stood up and I was trying to peek underneath and whatever openings I can look forward. Yeah, and then and that's when I heard like the truck bottoming out, and I looked back. It was just happened just pretty much instantly. Yeah. same time. It was uh, that's. But I didn't. I I'm gonna go back up there to go see if what the tree, which one, the tree that fell. Yeah. Because mm. you, if it was from the weather or whatever it was, it, there was no wind. It was morning, no wind, no rain, nothing, and that snap. So, if there's a tree that snap in that area, that's what I'm gonna go see. Yeah. And that's uh, I was gonna go on Sunday, but it was the snow and rain this weekend maybe this sunday i might go up and go see and take some food up there yeah. mm. that's what i'm my offering and say a whole i went on father's day too this weekend or this year i went up there but i climbed from the other side uh from the prior gap side no look seems but i didn't get all the way to the top because it, it rained too much and by then my f- foot feet the shoes were too wet and I was starting to slide around in my boots. Mm. So it was too uncomfortable. I thought, ah, I better just go back down. So I didn't make it up there. I was going to, that's what I wanted to do, go up there while it was raining and deal deal with it personally. Uh, uh, be in an uncomfortable position like the rain and, and deal with it that way. Tell them, say that, hey, I'm ready. Ready for whatever you got, you know. It's uh like I said earlier, like when my uncle tells me, "Don't don't be a chicken shit." <laughs> it was like I'm gonna go face it. The only thing that kept me on that one was, was man, my socks were wet and there's like, my boots are a little bit too big, so they were sliding around. Mm. And when at the steep parts, and I thought I just, uh, it was too. That's that was my uncomfortable uh, part of trying to climb up at the time. Yeah. But yeah, that's a, it's a good experience to go when you, cause you, you got your thinking in your mind and, and, uh, your purpose, what you want. And that's, that's where we, like I said, thousands of thousands of years, you know, it's tradition. Yeah. Tradition. Every man, every young man should go and, and pray on their own, do what they need to do for what they want, want in their life. Mm. And and you can't uh, it, it it has to come from your mind and your heart, mm. and uh, you, you give it all. Whatever you do, you give it all, and never give in. That was uh, to me. That's what I went up there, and when we come back, uh, and my wife she went through her surgery. My mom, they found out there was nothing in her lungs, mm. and then. After the surgery, she got up. 
she was able to get out in two days. Wow. The the tumor was uh, right in the um, front part of the brain above the eyebrows. So, so at that time they took that out, and to me I was, to me it was like my uncle saying, "Don't be chicken shit, and you have to tell them the truth. You have to be the, be the strong one." To me that was that was my example of having to, for her to go through. Let's get it done, do yep. it now, mm. then let's heal. It's time to heal. We have to accept it. That's why my. In all things, you have to accept it and, and, and deal with it. Yeah. That's what, so when we did it, then she, she had to do the, the, um, the cancer pills that she had to take, the stuff, the radiation, mm-hmm. all that. And, and I kept saying, well, you're healing. That's all, it's only, you only have to say a couple words. You don't have to speak. Other things from different worlds, different countries. You have to speak here. Mm. This is our this is our land. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah, and that's all what I know, and that's what I kept reaffirming, affirming to her to what I saw was to for her to be healed. Yeah, and and it wasn't for somebody else to say in their to to ask for them to heal, it was for for me to a dear to, mm. to help her heal. Yeah, and I, and it was come from my heart. Yeah, and and from my mind, it was this is what my my people did for generations and generations, and it and it helped. That's the strength that when the people say our old ones where they were, uh, they had they're powerful and they're. They were uh, strong, and that's what it took for them to be that way, I guess. And that was uh, that's why I chose. I go through that route. Mm. It's not easy. Um, yeah, there so, there's stuff that are there to to make it uneasy for you, and which it's life. Now, now our, my biggest obstacle is uh, bills. <laughs> what was that meme yeah. I shared today? Oh, I don't know about adulting. Oh yeah, is it adulting is like looking both ways before you cross the street and getting hit by a plane? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's awesome. Do you think like was there a part of you that was like, okay, God, like you've called me up here, like you called me, um, I'm coming to do my duty, and you're going to protect me? Like did that thought ever like come through? No, it was uh for her to be healed and yeah. for my mom to be healed. Yeah. It was, uh, that was it. Yeah. No, I'm saying oh. like when that stuff happened, did the thought ever, did you ever like be like, Hey man, like I'm, I'm here on behalf of my, my family, but because I'm here, you're going to protect me. No, I think it was, I was, I, the reason I stood up all night was, because I, I I wanted to face whatever, whatever's mm. there. Mm. Um, it was to show that I'm I'm ready. Yeah. I wasn't gonna. I I I leaned against a rock every now and then to to relieve my back. Mm. But uh, other than that, yes, I I stood up. I 
I don't know. I, I guess I was scared, but then, but then at the same time, the for me to hear what what was going on around me, I was I I couldn't see it, but I I looked out. I I kept looking to see what was there. Yeah. But uh, you can only see so far with the trees right there, and then plus the fire in front of you. Yeah. When you're trying to look away uh, over the fire, and yeah, yeah, you can only see so far. Yeah. But yeah, it was. Uh, I think that's that. That was my my main thing was from what what was in my heart, mm. and uh, that was a lot stronger than I guess. Like I said, uh, I was scared too. Oh yeah, but sure. but at the same time, what what it was in my heart was stronger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, to me, that's how it uh, it should be. Should be to. That's why I come to share share this story, mm-hmm. share what I what I went through. Yeah, you're up there, like standing in the gap for your mom and your wife, and praying for that healing. That's good, man. That's awesome, yep. An awesome story. And as you were sharing it, you no, know, I'm I'm thankful that you shared the story. And I was like, cause I, we're, before we went on, before we got on, started recording, we were talking about those like Sasquatch Chronicles, Terror in the Woods, and stuff. Man, it was like a lot of parallels with a lot of those stories I listened to like with what the tree shaking, the wood knocks, the whistling. Um, <clears throat> on that, the whistling note, uh, man, I was shocked that one of those episodes I was listening to, like, because we grow up, all of us have heard it, you know, don't whistle at night. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. You know, you're going to bad spirits and all this. And, <clears throat> and on one of these episodes, these researchers were calling in the Bigfoot and they're whistling at night. That's what they would do to call them in and get closer and closer. And they never caught it on video or anything, but it was all auditory. Yeah. Kind of like what you said, like the mumbling and like, and then like weird, like weird auditorial stuff. Yeah. But the main thing they did was whistle mad. I just, when I heard that episode, man, it just like sent chills yeah. down my spine. <laughs> I was like, because of the fact that, our ancestors, our elders, like that was passed down because they knew about these things. Like we lost a lot of knowledge yeah, being placed on the reservation. And a lot of knowledge wasn't passed on. Because they told us not to do it too. You know, they tried to pass laws for us not to pray like how we were supposed to. Yeah. And uh, to me, I'm, to me that, uh, it's not right uh, for me. I got a what? Well, what's here? How I grew up. Yeah, more way more important. And uh, got through, got through, got through in life. I guess with it. Yep. One of the biggest things that I always remember growing up is when they pop, danced, when they started announcing the people coming in carrying the flags. This this. So and so is served in the Marines. This so and so Air Force. That they did this. They they did that. Mm. And they led everybody to come in. That yeah. was our warriors. Mm. And that, I think that's why when our kids we were wanting to be warriors, and 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 that, that's what I looked up to. I thought one day I'm gonna be doing that. I want them to tell my story. Mm. You know, it's just kind of. A, to me, that's that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, 
and uh, just to be like basketball too. I want someday. I wanted him to say, "Yeah, Curtis Badbury is a basketball player too. Good basketball player." I wanted him to say that because mm. all my uncles and everybody's family too. You, your guys' family, you guys got good basketball players somewhere. Some of them too that everyone looks up to. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to be in that group. But yeah, it's uh, kind of like uh, you're looking ahead. To me, it's not a perception. Like, you, or I guess you can say that I'm gonna be this. So you go follow to to do what it takes. I like the quote from uh, dang it, I forgot his name, but he says uh, to do. Uh, uh, when you do something, do it with all your might. Mm. That's it. It's simple. Yeah. And it and it's up to you. Nobody else. That's why when I earlier, like I said, is about fourth time I said accept acceptance. You know. Yeah. And uh, just like people recovering or doing yeah. something, something that's uh. Out of the, like the norm, like earlier we were talking about not doing something out of the, your normal thing. But yeah, but yeah, that's, uh, it was so far a great journey so far for me. Yeah. No, man, I think, thank you for coming in and yeah. that, uh, what you told your wife, man, that's powerful. Now I'm like, okay, let's accept it and let's start healing. I know that's like a huge part of, uh, recovery. Accepting, like for me, I had to accept that, okay, I got a problem. And I had to figure out what that problem was. And then, like, what kept me in that was I wasn't, I didn't heal from a lot of things that happened to me and bad decisions I made and disappointment, forgiving myself, starting that healing journey. Uh, That's what finally clicked for me and what finally, like, know we say we call recovery from addiction walking the red road and that's when i could finally start walking the red road was when i started healing from past traumas and just bad decisions that i made growing up and um so yeah that was that 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 part of your story really hit me pretty pretty hard yeah so uh, right now at this time because of what we, even my kids went through, Cola has a tumor benign in her thigh. Mm. Courtney, she was going to, if we didn't catch it, she'd someday lose her eyesight. Mm. Or the, as far as, I forgot what that one was called, but each of them had to go through their thing. Naomi, we almost lost her with a blood clot. Mm. But at at that time, that these things happen. You you want to do great things, but sometimes you have to go through the greatest of uh, the bad things to 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 good get back to the good things in life. Mm. But uh, now I give back. I don't buy a car for myself, big nice truck, shiny truck. I right now I just live use a regular car, beat up. Go to work as long as it takes me to work. But when I have extra money, I give back to the kids. Like last year was for the who who made the best grades and 
had the best attendance for St. Labrie, Hardin, Lodgegrass, and Plenty Crew. That was my way of saying a hole for my family to be okay and mm. still be with me. Yeah. And that was, uh, I still do. I still, I still see kids or somebody at the mall. And if I had my extra money from overtime, I give them money here and there. Yeah. And to help them buy something. Because the kids are our, our, our future. Mm. One day, maybe I do good things, they're going to do good things. That's mm. that's what I see. Yeah. And like the recently I gave out uh, get my per cap and my extra, some more money. And my mom and a family member, Rona, she would... They and Lyndon Driftwood, they they helped. They get, they gave money, and we gave it to them, to the ones that enlisted, that flew out to be in the service. Mm. A couple of them are in the Navy, and one of them was in the Marines. Right on, and you made that hoop and for my uh, basketball camp too. Yeah, yeah, we gave that away. Yeah, yeah. We always want to give back, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why that was this my way. I had fun playing basketball. Now I'm done. I, w- I want to play again, but it's up my. Hey, we my have knee. an open gym for old guys. Yeah, Fort, come play with us. Yeah. Fort Hall. <laughs> Sundays, Fort Hall, <laughs> Fort Hall. Yeah. Damn, they go way old, like yeah. sixty and over. Sixty and over. <laughs> Yeah. We'll just no. go get a wheelchair league going. <laughs> <laughs> man, I just yeah. want to thank you for coming in and sharing your story. Um, I know I was late. I apologize. But, man, when I came in, like, you just have one of those, uh, like, those voices that really capture people's attention. Like, you don't say a lot of, like, meaningless stuff. But, like, what you say, it has impact. And then being a man that leads by example, um, giving back to your community, uh, thanking them for for everything that they've done, I, and I think that's so like admirable for people in our younger, like our generation, be, to see people that are that are leading by example and mm. doing mm. it instead mm. of talking about it. And you're like, hey man, this I got this extra, but here you go. Yeah, yep. and I think that's powerful. And then especially being a, a father and, and coming in and saying like, hey, I cried, like, dude, that's my wife. Yep. Yeah. Like we need more men in our society that come and like embrace that kind of stuff. Mm, mm, mm. Be like, hey man, I'm man enough to cry for those that I love. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then to pray for them, cover them in prayer. Like you're not telling them to pray. You're showing them like, hey, this is my life. This is what I believe in. Mm. And that like speaks volumes. But even like taking, you know, like the mall instance, like going out there and, and, and spending spending your own hard-earned money. Um, because it's hard to part with money, yeah. But it's something that you're doing, you know. My brother, my younger brother, does that. Yeah. He um, right around the holidays, he'll pick out a family, and you know they they just go and bless them. Yeah. Nice. And and the best part about it is like he doesn't go out there and you know what I mean? No, like no selfies. Yeah. yeah like yeah. he doesn't take a selfie. <laughs> like, hey, here's that check. You know. Yeah. Um, but dude, that's awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, cause, yeah, I have to. Uh, I'm not rich until my people are rich. You mm. know, that's that's how I feel. Yeah, I just come to one of the th- main things that when I come off to work to risk, I wanted to show people the best side of us. Mm. Yep. 
and for them to, hey, we need him. Yeah. Let him work. We get him to work. He's gonna do it. We'll get it done. I, I just like in basketball. I wanted to be the three point shooter to win the game, you know, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. to make the last shot to win, or to stop that certain person so they don't score, so we can win. Mm. I, I yeah. I've been through all of that and learning from the game of basketball um, and baseball. That's that's what got me. Uh, learned from all the, all those years. Yep. All those years, I never won like a bunch of championships. Yeah. But but I sure in hell did not give up. Yep. And now I do the same thing with work. Yep. I ain't the CEO or nothing. I don't care to be one because I'm going to be the one that's hands on. I'm yep. going to be the one that's Boots in the, on the ground. Yeah. And it, when it's rain, shine, at the even at uh, CHS where they call us in and we go over there, we got to go get it done. And do it right and do it now. That's that's uh and safety, you know. And it's kind of it's dangerous over there too. There's some badass gases over there that just probably kill you right there. Even when you touch it, it'll go. Even some of it will drip and go through straight to the bone. You know, oh, caustic stuff like that. But yeah, that, to me, I always wanted to be that the go to guy. You know, yeah. That's I was driven that way. Mm. And it still is. And then now, to me, like uh, uh, lately, uh, even I'll give back for scholarships for the, for for that year. I'll mm. get that going again. Uh, this year, I just w- didn't have a lot of overtime, and I I switched it up to giving it to the ones that enlisted. They're they're the true heroes, you know. They stepped up, mm. stepped up to be men instead of uh, being looked at like. Uh, Basketball's good, or whatever. Volleyball, all the sports is good, but but only a few said, "Hey, I'm gonna go go and listen, serve for my people." Yeah, and uh, to me, that's a big accomplishment in itself. When they come back, they're gonna have jobs. They have the opportunity for a better job than we will, because mm. uh, they always have the veterans first, and in, in some of these, a lot of these jobs too. Yep. So that's why, uh, yeah, I, I will give give back every every little extra money that I got. Uh, and when you guys see me, I'll be I'll be still in sweats on my days off, yeah. <laughs> or trunks because and a headband, yeah, and a headband, <laughs> bandana, yeah. I'll be I'll be, full regalia. Yeah, <laughs> I'll still look res, you know. <laughs> you sleeves, yeah. Gym sleeves, yeah. Gym shorts and a Carhartt. Yeah. yeah. Carhartt gym shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Carhartt gym shorts. They need to, Carhartt needs to come out with gym shorts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Awesome, man. No, that was a good one. Um, yeah, definitely. And that was really good. And yeah, I was like right there with you all the way through that whole story and like all of it, you know. Um, it's good, and it's like you know, just highlighting that giving back, you know, because that's that's one big thing that's on my heart too. That service and just like giving back to the people for the success that we're having here. Um, that's a huge drive for like we're doing that masquerade and like <clears throat> we put that on. We wanted it to be free for everybody to come. So if you guys are in Billings, Montana area, come on down Tuesday night. MSU Billings Masquerade Clown Dance. 
It's happening on Tuesday. Yours truly is us three, the trio. We're going to be the MCs. We'll be the head clowns. Yes. <laughs> Randy's going to be a judge, so you guys can bribe him. Go ahead, tell him your price. <laughs> I'm going to come in with uh, one of those gowns <laughs> and a gavel. Do it, do it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear a costume. Are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Giving out award cash for awards. Or? Yeah, yeah. First place, adult category. First place is one thousand dollars. Second place, seven hundred. Uh, third place, five hundred. Then like it goes down from there all the way, like the teens, and then zero to twelve. Oh, here's a uh, fifty dollars. Uh, continue. Give it to one of the private part of your prizes. All right. That will do. Oh. $50 from the Bad Bear family. Going to the Masquerade Clown Dance Championship. Championship. It's at MSUB. Yeah, Tuesday night. Come on out. I'll announce it. I'll make you stand up. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's going to tell us his story. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll make you uh, lead the first dance. (laughs) You'll lead the grand entry. (laughs) (laughs) Get all my sister-in-laws. Yeah. (laughs) Get all your sister-in-laws out there. We'll do a round dance. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a clown round dance. Yeah. Around clown dance? Right, clown was, dance. JC was trying to have a golden age clown dance. <laughs> <laughs> golden age. Golden age clown dance. I got my sister in laws. So I'll tell them, don't wear makeup. They'll make it. Hey. <laughs> you guys are already ready to go. Ready, yeah. <laughs> I'll just bring them. <laughs> Walk in the door. Oh, first place right first there. Place, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta watch out because they're, uh, they're, you know, when they're getting ready for Halloween, is they don't shave their legs. They don't shave their legs or armpits. Like I said, full regalia. Uh, they're trying to stay warm. <laughs> they don't shave their legs. <laughs> or their armpits yeah. oh, Or their mustaches uh, <laughs> <yeah>. oh. <laughs> Alright cool man Thank you guys for joining me uh, Curtis a ho Many a hoes for being here and sharing that story And I, yes, I know that's gonna much. help our listeners Out there and yeah. As they're walking the red road And trying to find their way I know that's gonna touch them and help them out And of course um, A ho Podgotti and Favorite Indian For being here Appreciate you and all our listeners out there. We love you. We appreciate you all over flat earth. Keep spreading the unspoken words gospel, Billy Graham style. Our unspoken words disciples. Uh-ho. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.